1: Hello! It's the Christmas spectacular of telling everybody everything. Happy Hanukkah if you just celebrated that. When is Kwanzaa? Oh, hell yeah, December 26th to January 1st, culminating in a communal feast called Karamu, usually held in a sixth day. Tight. Perhaps many of you are about to celebrate the holiday of your dreams, plunged into tier four lockdown London. You cannot see your family. You cannot see your so-called friends. You cannot vacate the city to go to your parents. I know a lot of people are sad about that, but let's not forget a lot of people are jazzed beyond belief. I have in the past chosen to spend Christmas all alone. My daughter goes to her dad's family every other Christmas, and that was tough in the beginning. Plus, I had a boyfriend that I secretly hated, and I hated his family. So the one Christmas my daughter was at her dad's, he invited me to go with his horrible family, and I was like, no, I do not observe Christmas without my small child. I took a stand. I ordered loads of wine and cheese and coffee, and after eight mints. by the way, this is not an advert for after eight mints. I just bought some today. Listen to that delicious premium sleeve. You take out the dark chocolate and mint. Mmm, what a treat. It says on the box that since its creation in 1962, After Eight has been the favorite dinner mint for sharing with friends. Well, fuck you. Because guess what? I'm not allowed to share anything with my friends anymore. And I'll be eating this box alone. I got it at Costco. Costco's are still open. And the queue is so long because obviously people are freaking out that we got a lot of lockdown problems brexit problems uh people in this country are not afraid of the new covid mutation but i'll tell you who is every other part of the world so they don't want to have us come visit anymore france is not delivering us any lettuce sainsbury's made a big announcement today saying that we should expect to ration citrus fruit we're gonna get scurvy again not me though Why? Because I have vitamin C tablets in the cupboard and because I picked up some easy peel clementines today at Costco. These are not ads, by the way. You have one shopping day left if you want to get Christmas presents. Now, the good news is many of you are absolved from this because you're not going to see people. So if you want to get them something later in the year, if you feel obliged or maybe you just love gifting like I do, then you can get it on sale. We had a neighbor for a long time who had eight kids And she was amazing. Every time you went there, there was a beautiful curry on the stove. She didn't overindulge her children the way I do. She would drive them to the gym and make them all have a shower there instead of using the water in the house. This woman was smart. This is the way to have eight kids. And when she gave Christmas gifts, they were kind of old school and they were really perfect. She would drop off cheese and walnuts, almonds, champagne, wine, just really nice foodie things. And that is what people are struggling to get. If someone came to my house, it doesn't even have to be a hamper. It could just be a pack of crackers. You can please keep your chutney and British relishes because I'm not from here. But cheese crackers and wine, always in season, always a hit. Or clementines because I've given you the inside scoop about the scurvy. I think I should do a quick rundown, actually, if you want to get gifts. You pretty much have 24 hours to do it, but there are a lot of places who do fast delivery. If you are a person of financial means, Netaporter porter matches. They deliver in London same day, and they have really beautiful fashion gifts for every gender. A few little baby things, not very many, and they have some really, really good sales on there. I know that not everyone can afford high fashion. It's not all high fashion. And I do believe that ever since I was working in an office in London, it is wise to invest in some on sale, really well-made pieces. I don't believe in fast fashion. You know, a lot of this stuff that you get from these websites, it costs a dollar and is going to end up in a landfill. Try to be as sustainable as you can. You can also always shop at like Oxfam and stuff. I'm you know, Ashling's always telling me that I never been there. but there's a great organization. Fine. I am very lucky to spend a lot of time hanging out in my daughter's room. And sometimes I post on Instagram just things that we're doing, things that we're watching. I don't show her room, but I show the sky because she's got this amazing galaxy projector. And we got ours off Amazon. They still deliver. I think if you order before December 22nd, the Galaxy Projector, they have loads of different brands that make it. It is so cool, whether you're an adult or an 11-year-old, I just think it's beautiful and it looks like space. And for me to say that is amazing because a lot of you will already know, I don't believe in space. I don't like space. I think we invest way too much money. America now has some military space force. They had a big contest to name it. It's called Guardians which is so left-wing for them to choose, by the way, but fine. It's called Guardians, and I'm just tired of shooting money up into space. And space people are so literal that when you say that publicly, they lose their fucking shit. They're like, what? So you don't like satellites? You don't like your phone? You don't like the Milky Way? No, I hate all of those things. I hate all of those things. Those are the things that are destroying my life. Once again, these are not ads, but in a bid to help those of you who are very last minute shoppers like I am, I'm going to read my emails. Let's see which companies are thirsting in my inbox, trying to remind me that I still have time to order from them. Number one, Holland and Barrett. You can get an extra 15% off and they are doing last orders one day to go for Christmas delivery. So get the person that you like in your life some iron tablets maybe some protein bar a cbd product a lot of people like that truva are still delivering addison ross they're still delivering if you order by midday on wednesday the 23rd i get frames from them so frame always cute at christmas put a little picture of yourself in it nude you know you can really harass someone with a framed photo you could do something touching in there maybe you could mock something up in an editing app Maybe just a photo of a pet. I remember I took candid photos of my dad one time. He didn't know that I'd taken them and I spent a long time. So, I mean, you would have already had to be weird and do this. And then I put all those in a frame, just different photos of my dad that he didn't know were being taken in a frame. Look in your phone. You have so many pics that deserve to be printed and framed. And you have until December 23rd to do that. Oh my gosh, I was influenced by a targeted ad on Instagram, but it was so worth it. Webster Wigs, whom I've bought from before, because let's face it, I love a wig. They have got this incredible invention. It is a hat wig or a wig hat. So it's like a bobble hat and they have it in loads of different colors, though I think they're sold out of black. And then it's got a wig in the hat. So I know you're not going many places, but if you're just popping out for your walk or going to do some essential shopping, you don't have to wash your hair. You don't have to do your hair. You can slick it back into a bun, a Croydon facelift, if you will, as tight as you like. And then you pop that hat wig on and there's just flowing, luscious locks of wavy hair. And I got two of those, one for myself, one for my sister. I think I went for platinum ice and then sort of like a dusty pink color. They have all different colors of hair. Look these wigs up on Webster Wigs, and they are dispatching all orders placed until 2 p.m. Tuesday. So if you're listening to this podcast as soon as it comes out, you've got time to get yourself a hat wig. That's pretty much all the last-minute Christmas shopping advice that I have. Never underestimate the importance of food and wine and chocolate and snacks. People love that, and you don't have to even see them. So just make sure you're stocked up for yourself. And now I have an email from a tanning shop, which makes no sense to me because I've never, ever gone to a tanning booth in my life. Oh, and you can buy someone a tanning package, apparently. What? Are people still genuinely going to tanning places and getting acrylic nails and putting the little Playboy Bunny sticker on your hip bone to block the light so that you can see your progress? And then you have a little white. Did you guys do that in this country? We were such slags in Canada yes I tanned when I was 16 and then I got melanoma when I was like 21 I don't know if I've done a cancer podcast yet I'll briefly tell you about the melanoma because I'm sure I haven't I don't know how or when it would have come up so basically it was really cool to have skin colored hair and hair colored skin and we did not have advanced self-tanner back then so we put either lemon juice or this uh citric acid I think product called sun in in our hair and we would sit in the sun like that and it turned all of our hair orange no other color was achievable we thought it would be platinum blonde no those were the good old days when citrus fruit was widely available my friends were all beautiful my friends were all brown my friends were all tanned And I never got out in the sun because it didn't work for me. It would make me pink or give me some kind of rash. I would try to maybe get a tan, but I would just get more freckles. And also, I wasn't confident showing my legs because I always had this teeny tiny waist and then big bum and thighs, which now is the coolest shape that you can be. But at the time, all my friends had little skinny legs and no bums. And that's what I wanted because it was the trendy body shape, I guess. And this is why you must be very careful never to let your body become a trend. The way that God intended you to be will come into fashion if you are just patient and happen to live long enough. But not a lot of 10 year olds are built with like a little tiny waist and big bum. And I always had that my whole life. Never skinny legs. I had like fat toddler legs and I still have them now. And now I just feel more confident about it. Whatever. But they never got any sun. White, white, white legs. And then tanning booths arrived and I turned 16. I was like, yes, let me have it. So I went and gradually I got brown, and I couldn't believe I was getting brown. I was using the oils and the tanning accelerators, and now and then I would burn, of course, because it's me. And my dad printed off all this information on the danger of sunbeds, because that's what dads do. They don't wanna send you a link, because back then, when they had an office PC, you didn't send anyone links, you just did the research, You found it, you printed it out, or you scanned a newspaper in a photocopier. That is how you would pass information around. And then you would deliver those sheets of A4 paper containing the information to the intended recipient. So that's what my father did. He came home from work and he had all this info on how tanning beds were very dangerous. And he said, "Oh no, Jesus, Catherine, you can't be going with the tanning beds. They're gonna give you this and that. And I was like, bitch, please. I'm 16 years old, I'm untouchable. You don't know anything about me, I look hot. And we were both right. Fast forward about five years later, and I'm working up in the sun on the patio at Hooters. At Hooters, you wear little orange shorts and tights. It's kind of like a cheerleading outfit. And my colleague spotted this mole on my leg, and she was like, that looks really weird. And it didn't even look that weird. It wasn't raised. It wasn't huge. It was a flat, pretty small mole, but it had some weird coloration. It had some black in it. And I was like, well, all my moles are weird. And that is true. A lot of my moles look atypical, but none of them are huge and none of them are like bumpy. So I just thought, no, 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 it's fine. She's like, you should have that looked at. I know someone who had melanoma and I don't like that mole. So anyone who tells you that Hooters girls are not intelligent, this girl knew what a dermatologist would and she was only 20 years old and she flagged it. I went in, they removed it immediately and then the news came back, I think a month later, so well done, Canadian socialized healthcare. Of course, I blame the underfunding, not the actual workers, but they called me and they said, oh, sorry, it's August. So, you know, a lot of people have been on holiday, but we finally got your results back and it is stage two melanoma. So you need this other surgery. We need to have you back and see if it's in your lymph nodes blah 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 it was not in my lymph nodes which means it probably wasn't spreading around my body they just cut out kind of like a how big is it a golf ball sized part of my leg an inch each way is that about a golf ball i'm not very sporty but anyway there's a chunk out of my leg now with a scar that i think is pretty cool and it never really bothered me but looking back it is kind of serious to have melanoma when you're 20 21 years old So I know that vitamin D is very good for you, but be careful how much time you spend in tanning beds. And I'm speaking exclusively to British people. Some people can handle it if you are from some mixed heritage where you can get more UV light and handle it better. But if you are as Celtic as I am, be realistic, Lindsay Lowen, about your skin and don't go bananas. Oh, this is kind of cheeky to say, but I forgot. You can get tickets for my tour if you want for Christmas because you just print that out. That is an instant gift for someone that you forget. Or if you're not my dad, you can send them the ticket via link. But um, I'm on tour in 2021 all around the UK and Europe, Helsinki and Denmark and France and different places like that. So you can go to my website. Oh, people wanted an update for what happened to my website. So it's not that delicious of a story. Basically, anyone who's an enemy of my friend becomes my enemy. And the person who originally made my website, katherineryan.co.uk, is currently going through a divorce with one of my friends. He's re- done nothing wrong. I mean, I think he's an asshole, but whatever. He's done nothing super wrong. I just don't like him. And I like my friend. Therefore, I'm never speaking to him again. So he is in charge of this website, which now defaults to some Australian cargo shipping company. It could have been a lot worse. I don't think he did it on purpose. Obviously, he could have sold the domain to a pornographer or something. I really believe it just expired. I don't know. I'm not going to find out because I don't reach out to my enemies. This is the advice that I've always been trying to share with you. When you don't like someone, you never tell them. You just never speak to them again. And I don't really know how different therapists throughout the world might feel about that. Just reach out and let me know. But I feel like, if, what, what do I have to say to someone if I don't like them? Do I need my website back that badly? No, I don't. My friend Jack made me a new one. And it's Cathbum.co.uk, Or maybe it's Cathbum.com. I don't know. I'm on social media. I don't really see the point of websites. But if you want to go to cathbum.something then that will show you a ticket link to my tour or you can just look on Ticketmaster or Live Nation. But if you're wondering why my old website defaults to an Australian shipping company, that's why. This guy hasn't done anything malicious. I just refuse to ever have any interactions with him. This is how I am with all my enemies and the enemies of my friends. So do I really care that it's an Australian shipping company? Not really. If you need something big Shipped like freight to Australia Please visit katherineryan.co.uk I really don't give a fuck If you want tickets to my tour You can just google that Oh never buy them from Viagogo Or any weird ticketing websites Be very careful because there are places That will jack the price Always buy directly from the venue Or from Ticketmaster Or from Live Nation And then my actual website Cathbum.something Will never take you to a dodgy ticketing site
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Time for the emails.
1: Here's a very interesting one. Catherine, I'm from Australia, so greetings from the summer. Oh Mike, we don't need to hear it. Australia, all right? Because from everything that I've heard... You don't have COVID anymore and you're running around on the beach. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I have seen photos of people at restaurants and we're currently in tier four without any limes. I really want to be a feminist, and in parts of my life, I believe I am one. I love standing up for women and their rights, and I'm a proud woman, too. I let men know when they say or do the wrong thing, and I never put up with misogyny in my community or society. However, after analyzing myself and the choices I have made, I realize perhaps I'm not such a feminist after all. I do have to point out, I'm loving this letter so far, but you have spelled feminist wrong twice. That's alright but i just want you to know that in case you know you're having any further correspondence with people about feminism it doesn't matter but you have put the word men in it which i think is a powerful metaphor for one i shave my body hair and i keep such areas very neat i also wear makeup and perhaps put too much effort into my appearance for other people secondly i've had cosmetic surgery twice already i know i made these decisions on my own and i don't regret them however i almost feel guilty i need your advice Also, I definitely know it's something I will continue to do. (laughs) This makes me very sad and confused. I so very much want to be a supportive feminist woman such as yourself. Hope you understand what I mean. Uh, no, I think it's disgusting what you're doing. I would never, never alter my appearance, glam up with makeup or seek out any cosmetic enhancements. Yeah, I do all that stuff too. And please don't let anyone trick you into thinking that you have to be exactly this type of feminist or that type of feminist these are little things because you were not just born instantly a mutant into this society where you had no prior influence about the structures of patriarchy you grew up with britney and in the same society that i grew up and we're going to have a lot of um influences that we don't even realize but also Who cares? Like, if you want to wear makeup and you want to get your boobs done, you want to do this or that, don't let these tricks distract you from the task at hand, which is like really important advancements towards equality. Divide and conquer, it's always the way to beat a movement. And the worst thing that feminists can do is split ourselves up into different little groups and fight about it. I don't know who told you that you're being a bad feminist because you wear makeup and you wax your vag. I do everything that you do. And I wouldn't let anyone tell me that I was doing it wrong. Now we can have a laugh about it and be like, oh, isn't it interesting that I think that I shouldn't have pubic hair? Hmm, where does that come from? You can have a conversation about that. But at the end of the day, I don't want to have it. And so I don't. And I don't even live in Australia. You must be in a bikini 24-7. And you know, a major tool for keeping disruptive women or minorities or anyone who steps out of line back in line is shame. So please don't be a victim of that and allow yourself to be distracted and to feel like you've done something wrong. You're a good person. You're not hurting anybody. Put on some lipstick if you want to. Get your boobs done if you want to, as long as you're going somewhere safe. But I mean, no. Picking yourself apart for every little thing is just a waste of your time. Keep doing what you're doing. Here's another email and the people are breaking up after lockdown as predicted. This one says, Dear Catherine, I think I'm just about to end a four-year relationship that's been on and off. I have a six-year-old daughter who's the best thing of my life, and I was a single mom when she was six months old after leaving her dad, who was physically abusive. I've had a series of bad relationships throughout my life, and I've stuck with stuff that's wrong. I've realized that this is because of two major traumas I experienced as a teenager, and I've clung to something just to not have nothing. My current relationship isn't abusive, but I think it's emotionally neglectful. We got back together after six months apart, and then lockdown happened, and at first it was okay, but now I'm just miserable and feeling very unfulfilled. I think I know what I need to do, but I'm worried about being lonely when single. I loved so much of being a single mom, and I'm excited about it just being me and my daughter in lots of ways, but I wondered if you had any tips on A, actually going through with it, and B, being lonely as a single mom. I was so sad before I went back to my previous relationship, and I don't want to do that again. Well, it's interesting to me that already you recognize that traumas in your childhood led you to make some decisions that you maybe wish you weren't making today and you have a six-year-old daughter she wasn't very impressionable maybe as a baby but she's super impressionable now so you should lead with your desire to always set the best example for her and that's easier said than done but it is a strong drive for you even when you feel sad even when you feel lonely if you know in your heart that you are making the best decisions for your child because I know how much you love your daughter and I know how much that helped me make difficult decisions because I I just accepted I couldn't be selfish and just get back with the boyfriend or do this because it felt right at the time I really needed to think like okay is this the best thing for us and it really sucks to be lonely there's no way around that when you break up with someone or especially if they leave you then your equilibrium is disrupted and we love balance i think as human beings so anytime that balance is disturbed even if it's in a good way It feels weird to us. It feels shaky. We go, oh, 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 everything's different. I got to get back to exactly how it was. And I think you just have to ride that out and trust that if you weren't feeling fulfilled in the relationship, then after a little bit more time, you will feel glad with the decision that you made and you won't be so lonely. You should never be with someone based on their potential. Always date them for who they are right now. And you should never be with someone just for the idea of who they are or for the company. Because if you look this man dead in the face, you're like, Ugh, I would be less lonely if you weren't here. Sometimes you can be lonely in a relationship. And then you get them out of the picture. And all of a sudden, oh, there's way less mess in the house. You and your daughter are cooking more simple meals. You can get takeaway. You can go here. You can go there. Two is a wonderful number. You and your daughter can just have so much fun. You can watch whatever you want. Getting rid of the wrong person stings for a bit because it's different, but it's always the right thing. I have just skimmed through this next email, but it looks hilarious. It's from an American woman, and it shows. Catherine, I'm a 21-year-old college student living in the U.S. Oh, maybe she's not American. She just lives in the U.S. I'd like to start off by saying I adore you, your comedy, and the Duchess. It's been so entertaining to binge listen to your podcast. I really admire your wisdom and outlook online. Oh, this is so nice about me. <laughs> I've had this epiphany that I just can't ignore anymore. Catherine, how can I bang Timothy Chalamet? Of course, I don't mean the physical act of his shillong in my socket, Whoa! although who am I to refuse improvement in the sack, as much as I'm gauging the interest of someone who is outside my social circle. Should I befriend or pay an influencer to hype me up, send an alluring DM, or hang out in the right NYC scene? I'll tell you more about myself. Why? I don't think Timothy Chalamet listens to this podcast, babe. I mean, I think you deserve to bang him if that's what both of you want, but I really think you are overestimating the reach of this podcast. If anyone knows Timothy Chalamet, I'm trying to set him up now with this wonderful woman, and she's about to pitch herself now. Or if you are perhaps a Timothy Chalamet lookalike, get in touch. Here we go. I'm a pretty independent person. I love trying new things, fashion, cooking, and I'm a pretty relaxed person too. I've been getting in shape and working on improving myself for my own benefit. I've never felt too much of a need to have a significant other in my life as I'm pretty content with my own company, but I've decided this matter is rather important to me and I would like to pursue it. Once again, we're talking about the matter of banging Timothy Chalamet. I would love your thoughts on how to pursue this potential banging or maybe even a love affair without being a complete creepy stalker best wishes. P.S. I've included some attachments to show you what I'm working with, but I think Timmy would be so lucky to hit it. And she's attached photos of herself. She is a very beautiful girl. Really nice. I have to tell you, if I'm Timothy Chalamet, I don't want to meet women this way. I don't. I don't want to hear about their ideas of banging me from what they've seen on screen because someone who gets to know you from movie like he's an actor he's not even a comic or I don't think he has a podcast I don't think you really get a good sense of who someone is and I don't know if I've told you how I feel about actors they're dirty liars who should be punished is how I feel I know a lot of people who are human beings and actors but I also know a lot of actors who have the dead eyes of a shark and no soul Because they don't know who to be unless someone gives them a script and they scare me a lot and they seem like nice people, but they could also seem like Batman if they want, or they could also seem like Jesus Christ if they want, or they could seem like a soldier one day. Like, I don't think that that is an honorable craft. So who the fuck knows who Timothy Chalamet really is? Are you sure you want to bang an actor? Does that ever work out well for anyone? okay we haven't done a phone call in a bit i'm gonna call my friend alex because he lives in new york and he might know timothy chalamet he's exactly the type of person who facetime audio this will be fun
0: hello
1: hello welcome to telling everybody everything
2: Oh my gosh! I'm so pleased to be. I'm so pleased to be a guest on a podcast.
1: Yeah. Well, I think this is right up your street because, as you know, or maybe you don't know, I answer emails periodically. People have problems. People have traumas. And there's a girl writing me now, and she's attached a lot of photos of her sexy self. And her goal is to bang Timothy Chalamet.
2: <laughs> that is. I mean, it's an admirable goal.
1: Yeah. And I thought, well, how can I help? I think it's a bit much. I don't think he listens to the podcast, but because he's in New York a lot, isn't he? And you know a lot of celebs. I thought maybe you would know him, or you might know a way to bang him.
2: I okay. So I think a good way to bang him is he uh, he favors this coffee he favors this coffee shop across from the Strand in New York um, that I've seen him at. So I would develop a reading habit right away um uh, the strand is a really great bookstore in new york city and yeah he likes he likes coffee shops across from bookstores and um also nyu apparently uh nyu uh students so if you want to enroll in my alma mater he's dated like five or six months so that's a really good way to get him with Timothy he's dated with five
1: i don't know how to say his name is it french
2: no I don't know. There's an apostrophe there somewhere. There's like a rogue apostrophe. Timothee. Oh. I think it's Timothee Chalamet. Um, I, a friend of mine, I was sitting with a friend. This is pre-pandemic. And they looked at a text on their phone and went, Ugh, Timothee Chalamet.
1: Well, I knew that you would have the answer somehow. So it feels like the, what these women have in common is you. And this girl just needs to be friends with you to bang Timothee Chalamet.
2: <laughs> I, she, needs, she needs someone who can get her into, into university. If she knows someone like... Who is like a Felicity Huffman set of morals and a like Bernie made-off amount of money that can buy her way into New York University? That is the that's the best approach.
1: Yes, she is a college student.
2: Where is she a college student? At?
1: Well, I can't say on the podcast, but I can tell you her email is. So what? Oh
2: my that? gosh! Well, look, that is. I mean, I think that's really, really promising. But I would be careful. Like, I think that he's got quite a like. I think that's a poison chalice or a monkey's paw that you're not really sure uh, <laughs> that you want to drink from.
1: I had no idea that this was so attainable.
2: Yeah, I don't know that this is. I think this is a very possible dream for your for your person. He uh, should I? I'm not sure I should be saying all this, but like,
1: well, don't worry, I'll clean it up slightly. Um. Okay. Well, that was actually really good advice, and I feel like. I'm excited for this update. I think she's going to be able to do it. Do you know whether he likes tattoos, blondes? Do you have any?
2: I think he likes an alti girl. Like I think he likes sort of like a hipster, like waspish. I think he likes someone who looks a little like Tim- Timothy Chalamet. Oh my
1: God. <laughs>
2: I think that he likes someone who looks a little bit like like him. So like, if you're very pale, um, that pale and tattooed probably is like his vibe.
1: Holy shit! This girl's gonna bang Timothy Chalamet, all thanks to us.
2: Is he Jew- Is he Jewish?
1: Is he
2: Timothy? Yes, Timothy. Tim Timoth- is Timothy Chalamet Jewish? I feel like I should know that, but I
1: ask your mom. I yeah, mom, is Timothy
2: Chalamet Jewish? <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. No, don't worry about it. She doesn't know. Well, then he's not. Well, look, let me know how it goes.
1: Well, I will keep you updated. And I feel like this started as a pipe dream. And now I think it's going to happen. And this podcast is creating miracles every day. So thanks for being part of it.
2: Please, so, I'm so thrilled to be included. Thank you so much, Catherine.
1: Thanks for your insight. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. I gotta say, there's a lot of dodgy legality to cover now. I do not believe in objectifying uh, men, women, celebrities, whatever. We can't just run around New York City trying to bang people. Hopefully, you fall in love with this person or you have some type of consenting romantic liaison that you're looking for. I also have to tell you that these are all hearsay and rumors. Alex actually has no concrete information that Timothy Chalamet likes coffee or reading or some friends of his friends. These are all rumors. We don't know. And I want to say this is just hyperbole fun for the podcast. Let's leave this young man's reputation intact. Good luck on your dream. I hope we have a Christmas miracle here. I've done the best I can. I'm genuinely so touched that you guys think I'm smart enough to deal with some of this. Uh, I can hook you up with Timothy Chalamet and heal your traumas and do all these different things. You know I'm just a comedian. But I've got an email now. Catherine, and I'm really grateful to this person for reaching out. I think reaching out is always the best thing. I'm hoping you can help. For years now, I felt like I've had a demon. Living deep inside me. And I'm not talking metaphorically. I mean a literal living demon. I haven't spoken to anyone about it, including my wife. The more time goes on, the worse the feeling gets and the bigger this demon grows. I've tried praying to God all night to help me cleanse the beast to no avail. I've been so desperate, I've gone to church and asked my pastor what to do. And he said the only way to expel this beast is by taking his love and light deep inside me. I'm sorry. The pastor said to you that the only way to expel the beast is by taking God's love or the pastor's love deep. And I'm not even trying to joke. I just mean, like, what exactly was said to you? I'm not sure what he means. Yeah, me neither. But he asked me to fast for 24 hours and bring some castor oil and rubber gloves to church on Friday and he'll handle the rest. Oh, you're joking. Okay. I mean, that is funny now that I know you're joking. I knew I really believed that you had a demon inside you, but now you're making a joke about oil and bringing and getting like banged by your pastor. Well, I deserve that. You know why? Because I'm a demon for trying to help someone bang a celeb. Oh, that was scary. Okay, well, I will answer this anyway, because some people do feel they have a living demon inside them. And I was worried that You were only going to like religious sources to heal it. But what you need to do is you need to call like the Good Samaritans or shout. I think a lot of people in the UK in the second lockdown are really feeling like they got problems and they need to call shout. What is the number for that? I see you. Text 85258. It's the UK's first free confidential 24-7 text support service. It's a place you're going to if you're struggling to cope and need mental health advice or help or just someone to talk to. You got me. What a Christmas hoax. I did enjoy it. Um, If anyone is just going to God for your problems and it's not helping, God is great, but you should also reach out for like practical, maybe medical advice as well. And then God and medicine can work hand in hand. And definitely don't listen to your pastor who wants to fill you deep inside with love and light and castor oil and gloves. Okay. Thank you for your letter. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Telling Everybody Everything. You can email me at tellingeverybodyeverything at gmail.com. I genuinely hope that you're coping all right this Christmas. Remember that Christmas is just a construct. You can get together with your family when this is all over. You can even put up a tree and give gifts if you want. You can have a chocolate orange after eight minutes. I mean, I've eaten too many of them now and I have a headache, so I'm glad it wasn't an ad because I would have to add that at the end and then the company wouldn't be happy, but... Just, they are meant to share with friends, I guess. And that's what we've learned. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig.